For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. All praises to the Most High. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. I'm a little energetic today, which I don't know. I know why, but it ain't because of the game. Isaac, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good, man, Doc. Um, you know, we talk about being professional today. That's something that we we have to do. We have to be, uh, you know, objective pro football analyst today. I mean, we got to talk about our team and talk about the opponent, you know, like we don't have a dog in the fight. Obviously we do. So let's get in and get after it, man. Well, I, well, if, if the professional is you, you talking about, cause the 49ers were very professional last night. They put a professional ass whipping on the Los Angeles Rams, bro. 31 to 10, a very surprising performance by the Los Angeles Rams. But the San Francisco 49ers playing at home, Isaac, I don't know any other way to put it, bro. A physical beatdown, punch you in your face, take your lunch money. They have a Debo on their squad. He played like Debo. He treated out, he treated the Rams like red when he took his chain. But Isaac, hey man, 49ers just put it up, put it, put, put it on the Rams again. I mean, just a physical domination. And for the second straight week, the Rams physically dominate. Yeah, man. You know what, Doc? Let's give our let's give our fans, our listeners, some uh, some 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 backdrop on this on the scenario that we're facing. Um, you know, you come into a game; it, it is a rival game. It's the Northern California, Southern California rival football game. And just like the Rams have and start preparing for Forty Nine er Week, the Forty Nine ers they have and start preparing for Rams Week because of the rival that that it is. Let's let's put it this way: the 49ers hadn't won a home game in eight tries, so 
they've been empty. The last home victory they had was versus these same Los Angeles Rams at, you know, up at uh, Santa Clara, California. So, you know, just like you said, Doc, I, I, you know, the, the expectation and the, the unexpectations, you know, it, it lies on both teams because I didn't expect the Rams to come in and play this way. I didn't, I didn't expect us to come in and really pretty much get dominated like we were. But at the same time, that was the whole game plan for the San Francisco 49ers. They want to come in and just show you their muscles. They want to show you their muscle via the run game, via the zone read with multiple running backs, guys that they drafted to be a part of their running game system and kind of run downhill at the, at the Los Angeles Rams. That, Doc, and that's exactly what happened. You know, it was, it was embarrassing from the very beginning of the game because Mike Shanahan, excuse me, Shanahan, he seems to have Sean McVay's number. And he's more, he's being more physical. The, 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 the offensive line for the 49ers is more physical than our defensive line running the football. And he only had one objective, which was to run the football down our mouths. And he did it for four quarters straight, which is a complete slap in the face versus your division rival, Doc. It's a division team. You know them. They know you. We've been preparing for this game almost two weeks now because that's just what the 49ers do. They run the football. So you obviously I, I was I was lost for words from what I was seeing last night, man. Um, you know, every little thing started to irk me. You know, my my, my daughter cleaning up the kitchen. She's making a little <laughs> bit too much noise. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, come on, man. You know, it's just how it's just how it trickles down, Doc. And it was just it is embarrassing okay word to use. It was an embarrassing right. effort. It was an embarrassing effort by the Los Angeles Rams last night. Now, I you started this show saying you're going to be professional and you're going to be objective. What you write, we should. We should. We're supposed to be. We're supposed to be objective. But you should have been objective last night, man. Your baby girl ain't supposed to be bothering you because the Rams getting their head beat in because that's what it was, bro. Hey, look, you're talking about that, man. Now, you said something. It's one thing about when a team wants to show you its muscle, but actually being able to show you its muscle, two different things. You can have all the game plan and, uh, and all the expectations you want. Isaac, they came out on an 18-play drive, bro. 18 plays. If that didn't take the, take the manhood out of them right away, 18 plays and you top it off with a touchdown, not only did that set set the tone, that set the stage, that set the mentality for the entire game because after the 49ers, see, they're able to do that. We can push these dudes around like we pushed them around before. I'm pretty sure their confidence started here and probably went up a 1,000 more octaves after that. Well, it's a style of football that can be disheartening to a defense, not only to a defense, but the entire team. When, when your defense is out for more than 10-plus plays in one particular drive and this team is converting on third downs, you, you, you work your way to get them to a third and seven, to a third and five, and they convert. Doc, it's, it's, just, it's just disheartening. I remember when, you know, when we were playing, it's like if we go out uh, starting at the 20 and we throw an 80-yard bomb, you know, the defense can say, okay, that happened. Look who we're playing against. It's the greatest show on turf. So they're not disheartened. But when they decide to put eight men in the box, middle, a guy in the middle of the field, press up on the corners, 
and force you to do things that you normally don't want to do as far as, you know, we are physically going to run the football and you go on a 10 plus drive converting on third downs, Doc, it's so disheartening to an entire team because you feel like there's nothing that you could do to stop this team from converting third downs, from moving down the field on you, getting into your red zone, kicking field goals, scoring touchdowns. You you feel disheartened. And that, that's just the way, you know, the entire Ram family looked last night, Doc, from that standpoint. Uh, just We all got slapped. We all got slapped in the mouth last night. Slapped in the mouth, hurting the day. And the, the fact of the matter, we talk about the physicality. Now, Kyle Shanahan said he wanted to run the ball at least 40 times. That's a heck of a goal. But he knows to be able to beat the Rams, you got to be more physical and you got to run the rock. Not only did they run it 40 times, they ran it 44 times for 156 yards. And I know because I was once a big back, 225 pounds in college, 240 when I went to the pros. I was a big dude. So I, I didn't see linebackers and defenders, man. When you constantly running at them and running them over and you're constantly getting third downs because it's a mental thing. In the defensive heads, in the defense, uh, defensive players' heads, they're like, okay, it's third down. Got a chance to get off the field right now. <laughs> you come smack them in the mouth, and you, now you got a whole other set of four downs. Mentally, after a while, you like, man, God dang, bro. So it does take a lot of air out of you. It does put you in a mental state that is kind of hard to get out of. And just what they show, once again, man, it's you know, like what, like you said, Isaac, they hadn't won a home game, I think, until last year. And now they win another home game, and it was against us, and this against us again. They do have our numbers, so I know they're thinking that hopefully they can get something going right now. But, Isaac, now, man, that's two straight weeks. We've been physically dominated. The Tennessee Titans did it without their best player. And now San Francisco comes in, who, who was 0-3 in the division, bro. And now we're 1-2. And, and now they got their first win in the division against us, and I'm pretty sure we fall like the third now. So this was huge, man. Yeah, two weeks now in a row. You got the Titans uh, Sunday night last week, and now you have Monday night. These are two games that you've placed on film, Doc. And unfortunately, in the NFL, it's, it being a copycat league, it's the exact same thing you're going to face when you come back. When we go to Green Bay, with Lambeau Field, just think what they're going to do, man. They have the great Aaron Rodgers, but when you can almost semi-give a player like that a night off and knowing that your running game can, can really affect what a defense is trying to do, everybody's going to do it until you stop it. We used to call it blood in the water, Doc. When you got that blood in the water, the Starks start, they start to circle it, man. They start coming around. They like to feed. They see this eating time. So until you bow up, and really stop what's happening, uh, what's what's causing you to to remain on the field. Your third down efficiency on third down, you're not getting off the field on third downs. It has to change. It has to stop. And there's a level of physicality right now that's missing with the Los Angeles Rams, and it's causing us to be on the field a lot longer than we want to be. Now, you can talk. we can talk about the Los Angeles Rams. We can talk about some of the things they were dealing with. Of course, this is our first time seeing Von Miller, newly acquired from the Denver Broncos in the Rams uniform playing. Just got Odell Beckham Jr. a couple of days ago. So they went from a high to losing Robert Woods for the season. That just happened. So you pretty much went through the entire week with the game plan, thinking you're going to have Robert Woods because he got hurt late in the week. So now that shifts and that changes, that changes the mentality of a team. We can't understate the fact, though, even though the Rams have great players out there, losing somebody like Robert Woods off that offense, man, 
that's a huge hit. And I know you know as being a receiver, when you lose a player like that, that will affect your mental. And now you're trying to implement a new, you know, uh, 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 losing a Robert Woods like that. Now you're trying to implement a new player into the offense who really doesn't know who has a big name. But losing Robert Woods is 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 bigger and huge, more huge than a lot of people would think, man, because they think the Rams got other superstars. But this dude's this dude is key to what they do. Yeah, man. We you know we talked last week all about what was added to this team, but with the subtraction of a Robert Woods, one of your captains, one of your guys that's pretty much the heartbeat of the team and, t- and guys on the team follow his lead. I mean, it's big, Doc. So you go from a, a style of uh, preparation of, you know, just going with the flow. You got your normal guys there to having to integrate a new person into your offense and prepare him to get him ready. I feel like Robert Woods would have showed OBJ, you know, how we do it, how we run these routes or, or uh, what he expects on this right here. So with that being pulled out and then having to insert uh, underprepared, uh, OBJ to the point where he can't really help an offense more than just being a decoy right now, you know, because he doesn't know the offense. So it's going to take, he's got, we're going to have to use this bye week to really get guys, Von Miller included, you know, it really ingrained in what we do, how we play defense, how we play offense. And I think Sean McVay will bounce back, man. I mean, you, you when you get embarrassed, normally when professional teams like this get embarrassed, when you're the only show on that night, they normally bounce back. So uh, it, it's what it is right now. We have to eat this. We have to sit down and watch this film. We have to eat this. So if, if there were plans to go out of town this week for the bye week, man, scrap those, man. We got things to do here. So And, and plus, you're in Los Angeles, 70 degrees. It's getting cold everywhere else. Yeah, man. But, hey, look, they were the only show on Sunday night against <laughs> the Titans and got beat down. Then bounced back on the only show on Monday night and got beat down. Now you're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. He did make his, you know, L.A. Rams debut, but dude literally just got to the squad three or four days ago. So I knew it wasn't much he can do anyway. He finished with just two catches for 18 yards. They did throw him out there to be a decoy, you know, do some things. But the limited amount of plays, I'm wondering because there's only, you know, I don't care how smart you are. Those NFL playbooks be pretty thick, man. So they may have given him six or seven plays to look, memorize these plays right here. And I'm pretty sure sometimes when you're when you're that new and you're a and you're a receiver, because I remember when I was in camp and I first got there, they wouldn't give me a, 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 a they wouldn't give me a playbook. I didn't know what the heck was going on. So a lot of times I used to be out there, I'd be like, Tony Banks, what I do, man? What I do? Because I didn't know. And I'm thinking maybe that happens a couple of times with OBJ, and they'd be like, look, man, just run a six or a seven. You know, hopefully the route tree is the same. But just think about uh, uh talk about the challenges he had having being a big name being a big signing, coming to a, a big organization, Monday Night Football, I'm pretty sure he was feeling some pressure and probably a little nervousness as well. Well, I'll I tell you what, Doc. I mean, it's all about playing football, getting on the field and execute. Now, what, what happens when you bring a guy in in the middle of the season like we just did with OBJ, it forces Sean McVay, who's the offensive coordinator, to be an off- offensive coordinator once again on game day. So normally, you know, up to this point, we haven't had to have that. You know, kind of like we talked about earlier with, with Jared Goff was the uh, starting quarterback. Sean McVay had to be the offensive coordinator, and he had to play some quarterback at time because, he, you know, they saw different. He was helping Jared Goff along. It's the same thing with OBJ right now from the standpoint that he doesn't know the system. He doesn't know the offense. So 
that that forces him to do that. That forces Matthew Stafford to really think to make sure OJ OBJ is lined up in the right space. If he has to go in motion, this is how we motion, and just you know, just add another you know layer to his plate. And those things, when you're out there thinking, Doc, it can it can it can give you pause at times. And when guys are just playing free, like we're like hopefully we'll see in the next two weeks, guys will just be acclimated. OBJ's in the system. He knows what to do, knows where to line up, knows how to motion, knows where his landmarks are on the motioning, and he can just go out and play. So hopefully we'll get these guys up to speed and, uh, you know, we'll start to flow. I've got a big tall, t- another tall task. It doesn't get any easier, Doc. You're going to Lambeau Field, and hopefully, you know, this is the last time you'll be going to this, you know, this, this stadium this year, and when we play again, they'll be coming to us. Big facts. And Isaac, you just uh, you said something real key right there, man, that I don't think a lot of people understand. You see players going in motion. Not only do you got to know when the motion, but what you said is key. You have to hit a landmark. You have to be somewhere. This is where you're supposed to be on your motion when this ball snap. And you have to know these things, man. And these things you just can't take for granted because that will influence positively or negatively the entire play because it's where people are. So great point, man. And, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. And another new Ram, Von Miller, he played for the first time, as we said. I ain't, I'm not going to say he, you know, he, he had a couple of great plays, but he only finished with three tackles, really didn't put any pressure on Garoppolo. But no one really did because they didn't really need him to pass the ball because they wanted to run the ball as well. But Von Miller... What do you think about his performance, man? Well, I mean, he's he's a veteran, Doc. I mean, I think he comes in, uh, you know, I think he played the run pretty well when it came to his side last night. He didn't get many pass rush opportunities because of the style of play that the 49ers were playing. Yeah. They, they wanted to smash mouth, run the ball, and, and there are times when they double-team him off the run via the motion. So running him backside, I guess, I think when you have a guy like Von Miller he can hurt you on your backside plays by running your running your plays down that takes so long to develop uh, running play side. So, you know, you kind of want to double team me. So he, he affected the game from that standpoint. And, you know, he's more impactful rushing the passer. So, you know, like I say, when it's blood in the water, maybe Green Bay says, you know, we come out, we want to run it 40 times. We What we have to do is force the next offense we play to throw the football so we can play the style of defense we like to play and get after people, get after the quarterback, get those tips, get those interceptions and play down the field and, and have our defensive uh, backfield more effective. Now, Isaac, this is something I saw the 49ers do consistently last night. And this may be the formula when you're facing this Rams defense with uh, Aaron Donald in the middle and Von Miller on one end and Leonard Floyd on the other end. What I saw the 49ers do, man, it's, it's what they call a reach block. They would they would reach and zone block away from the side where Von Miller was. This was in in in, in, in their run game. They would just say they're going right. The whole line goes right. They were still double teaming Aaron Donald, which you have to do, and pretty much letting Von Miller roam free. And they were just running the rock, man. Cut back going. You know what I mean? And I think that may be a game plan of a lot of other teams because they realize you got to be able to run the ball against the Los Angeles Rams because passing, you're going to have some problems, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can say what you want to say. If you if you got to pass the ball eventually, them hitters going to get you. But I saw the 49ers doing that consistently, and I got to ask you about this dude again before we wrap it up, man. Look, Debo Samuels is a problem, bro. He is a big 
thick, physical dude, and he was just running through tackles. Isaac, last night, when they went for it on – when the Rams went for – when the 49ers went for it on fourth down, we needed a stop. And Garoppolo threw that thing in a tight window. Debo had three – he had three defenders around him. He snatched it and got gone, man. Not only is he fast and he quick, he's quick, but he's extremely physical. Talk about the kind of receiver he is because he runs he runs dudes over, man. Well, then, well, Doc, one thing about, you know, the 49ers running the ball and teams running against us next week, not everybody, fortunately, has a Trent Williams at that left tackle. Let's, let's just put it that way. Yeah. But then at the same time, you know, when you're constantly running, when you're running the ball 44 times, that is setting up your play action pass, Doc. That's the way the 49ers want to play offense. And then when you get in a fourth down, you don't know what's coming. You know, you may think that running game is coming because you hit, they're hitting you for four, four yards a pop, maybe five yards a pop. But then Garoppolo fakes it, pulls it down, and you got Debo Sanders running wide open, man. I mean, he's running versus man-to-man. And, Doc, listen, when he gets the ball in his hand, man, he's just a difference maker. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that I saw play at South Carolina. He, was, he is SEC raised and he can do it all from a running back position to a wide receiver position he's just one of those guys and he he also like cooper cup he's having an all pro season quietly a lot quieter than because their record isn't as good as ours but at the same time i like debo sanders man i like what he brings to the table he's physical he's a route one runner he's one of those ascending wide receivers that i've been seeing over the years man that doesn't get enough uh publication nationally but uh, Debo Sanders is definitely a guy that they need to lock up and lock up quick. Real, real facts, and I, and I, you know, being a running back, even though it's the Forty ers I got a salute, man. Elijah Mitchell, the rookie, six yeah. round pick for the Forty ers out of Louisiana, totally that rock last night. He was toting that rock, showing some speed. Twenty seven carries, ninety one yards. I mean, he hit the hole a couple of times, and I ran people and saw the hole. I said he got some quickness and some burst and and some physicality as well. So, hey. 49ers 31, Los Angeles Rams 10. Another demoralizing loss. Go ahead, Isaac, before we wrap it up. What's up, brother? Well, well, I tell you what, in this offense that Shanahan's run, we've seen another six-round pick. Terrell Davis have some success in this offense. So um, I'm not surprised at it. But, you know, they got they, they got what looks like to be another great one in Elijah, man. I think he was really hitting the hole. Uh, he's strong. He's physical, finishing runs. And, Doc, I don't think he got stopped for a tackle for loss all night long. So, yeah, they're blood in the water, man. It is blood in the water. Anything else you want to add, Isaac, before we get out of here, man? The Rams, they got to fight. Doc. You know. Doc, we got some stuff we have to fix, man. And I'm not saying we're in a hurry because, you know, we're currently in fifth place in the NFC right now. So I'm just saying we have to go out, fix some stuff, and make sure that when we come back, we see a different brand of football. Uh, I like the brand of football that got us to seven and one initially, man. So if we can get back, see that brand and add to that brand, I think we'll be all right. Indeed. That's going to do it for another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.